Straight Talk Uncut. What's up, everybody? It's Tellus back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on September 28, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this If you break your neck, if you have nothing to eat, if your house is on fire, then you got a problem. Everything else is just an inconvenience. Again, if you break your neck, if you have nothing to eat, if your house is on fire, then you got a problem. Everything else is just an inconvenience. And that's by Robert Fulcum. So <laughs> the reason why this episode is, is late, I usually, uh, I usually try to put out an episode Monday or Tuesday. I usually, re- you know, if I record it on Monday, I try to get it on Tuesday. Then I also try to do another one at the end of the week, usually uh, Thursday or Friday. So I recorded I recorded an episode, but I didn't post it because I actually turned into a hypocrite because I lost my shit. Uh, it was supposed to be about, it was the episode was supposed to be about uh, not letting one thing that happens to you ruin your entire day. Like, you know, getting cut off in traffic. It was actually based off the... Uh, the quote, uh, life is about 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. And I think that was by Lou Holtz. And, um, and I was doing fine. I, 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 this is something I'm always working on. I'm always working on just, just keeping my calm and, you know, from the biggest to the smallest situations and, um, just something I'm always working on. So, but the same day, which was Monday, the same day that I did that episode. By the evening, uh, everything had been been going good. But by the evening, not even by the evening, by the afternoon, by the afternoon, I I kind of lost it on one of the, one of the little phone operators at at my uh, primary care physician. Um, so last week I had called, I called uh, to try to renew my prescription I, I take three well two prescription two daily maintenance prescription and then i use a uh inhaler for emergencies for for asthma and so you know we changed we just recently changed um, insurance companies and which also well we we, we just recently changed prescript the way we get our prescription is through mail order now and the mail order company change so they require a new a new prescription, a new um, written prescription, you know, because normally, you know, I, my the company I was using, which was Aetna, would, would just send in, would just send us a send me a three month supply. It was was fine. I just I just log on, and you know, as long as, as long as I have refills, they just do them. And um, and you know, no problem. Normally, if if I needed a new prescription, I just call. And they would just send in a prescription because I've been with this I've been with this primary care physician for probably 15 years, if not 20. I mean, for like since I since I got out of the middle, I mean, I still have VA benefits, but I, I never go to the VA. I never use the VA for obvious reasons. But um, I only I only use the VA for my uh, the the one the one the one major time I was using the VA 
was for my needs. But then they were just they just kept giving me like um Percocet and stuff like that. They didn't want to do anything else besides up, you know, cut cut up cut on my knee. They didn't you know, they didn't have anything else like, you know I mean I, I actually I don't know I don't really know what, what they could have done, but I, I saw some guys who went through that surgery, knee surgery, and it, it just didn't, it, it just wasn't something I wanted to do. Anyway, so so I've been using this same doctor pretty much since I've been out of the military. I mean, you know, I may, like, in the beginning when I was looking for doctor, I may try one or two for, like, a month or two, but I've been with this same person. In which, mind you, I've never even seen the doctor. I always saw the same nurse, which was... Uh, uh, nurse practitioner I saw her for forever and so so but this time and, and she matter of fact she retired I think well she's like in a semi-retirement she goes in like once a month or something like that but she's like semi-retired so she so she's not there so I call and you know talk to someone actually I call and talk to like a uh, someone that just answers the phone first and left a message saying yeah I need this prescription refilled and they um you know she she left a message and that was on like last thursday or something like that and so monday i get a i get a um, message saying i need to call them concerning my prescription i'm like what what do i need to you know you know well in the meantime i was checking online at the prescription company the the company that issues my prescription um just to see if they got it and to see what the status is because I was trying to get it before I go out of town and so it was like no you don't have one so you know at the same time this this is happening I get a message from 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 the doctor's office and they said I need to call so I call right I call and I told them why you know I said I'm returning the call for such and such they said I need to call concerning my prescription and so the girl put me on hold about five minutes I'm on, I'm on my, my uh, lunch break, mind you. So she put me on hold for like five minutes. And then somebody gets back on the phone and, and says, uh, Hello, Mrs. Whatever, Mrs. Doubtfire. And I'm like, no, I'm, this is, uh, tell us I'm, I'm holding because I was supposed to call back about my prescription and, and someone placed me on hold. Oh, okay, one moment. And they put me back on hold. And I was like, I just hung up. I was like, what the, f you know, I'm like, and none of these people I'm talking to, I even recognize. Cause, like I said, I've I've dealt with the same people for so long. Uh, my family, they know my family because normally when 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 I had an appointment, my I would take my girl. I would have to take my girls in with me. You know, just like in the early days when they were bef like even before they were in school. You know what I mean? Like if I still had uh, kids at home, like my my two little ones before they were in school. Um, and even when my, my oldest daughter was in kindergarten Because it was like half day kindergarten So they know all of my kids Every time I go in there The, the nurses, that, the veterans that were there they knew, they knew us, they knew my kids and everything So, But all these people I'm talking to now They were new they, you know, It's just like I'm a new patient Like I've never been there You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean when, you, when you've when you're with a company, when you've been doing business, especially if, especially if it's like a face-to-face -face company, yeah, you expect when you walk in, the people behind the desk, if they've been there a long time, to know your to know your face, to know you. 
even when you call, if they don't recognize your voice, when they hear your name, they know your name. When this is this is not a big hospital. This is like a a, a family doctor, a mom and pop type family doctor. So it's not a big doctor. And you know, we we just got used to. And matter of fact, that's one of the reasons why we stayed there. That's one of the reasons why we stayed there so long because they knew us. They knew our, that, that when we came in, they knew our family and, and everything. You know what I mean? They they already knew what we were there for. Because, you know, we don't get sick a lot. The only reason I was going there is for my asthma. And it was just for checkups and stuff like that. If I need, like, um, to get blood tests and stuff. Because one of the one of the medications, you know, they, they want to monitor it and stuff like that. So, all right, you know, so, but other than that, I don't go to the doctor. I, I just don't. You know what I mean? It's not, I, I don't, I don't go to the doctor. I'm not sick. I don't, I, I don't get sick. You know, so, so I called, uh, you know, I, I, I finally called back. Oh, no, they left a message saying, didn't even apologize for, like, putting me on hold or nothing. You know what I mean? They didn't put, you know, even though I hung up. But I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Just keep holding? Just keep waiting? You know, uh, you know if they, if, if they knew the wait was going to be long, you say, hey, you know, can you mind we give you a call back? You know, we, we're backlog or something. So, um, so let me try to make this long story short. So I ended up calling back because they left another message. They called back. I called back. And then the guy was like, some guy I've never talked to. I don't think I ever talked to before. Some new guy. And he was like, um, yeah, well, in order, well, we, you need to make an appointment to come in. I'm like, no, no, no. Actually, he says, I'm calling you concerning your to see what time you would like to make an appointment. I'm like, I, I didn't call for an appointment. I called to get my, to get a new prescription sent to my uh, mail order prescription company. We, we changed companies. And I, I that's all I need. And he was like, oh, well, you need to make an appointment um, in order for us to do that. I'm like, what? I'm like, in order for you to send a prescription over to my to my uh, new prescription company, you need me to make an appointment to come in. I'm like, why? I'm like, I don't, I don't need. There's nothing wrong with. It. I just need, my, I just need a new prescription sent over to the new company. I don't, I don't understand. And he said, well, it's because it's a new, it's a new, it's a refill prescription, and we haven't seen you in over a year. I'm like, yeah, because I haven't. I haven't been sick. I, I don't need to come in. Why do, I, why, do I, why do I need to come in if nothing's wrong with me? I don't, I don't understand. I don't need a checkup. Uh, you know, um, like, well, I, I don't, I don't want a checkup. And, 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 it, and it's like, he, it's not getting it through to him. You know, I'm like, why? I don't, I don't do these yearly routine checkup shit. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why I need to come in. And I'm just trying to maintain my... I'm actually thinking about the quote that I... Like I said, I, I had already recorded my uh, episode earlier. <laughs> and I was, just, I was just trying to keep calm. But it was the guy's voice. Like it, It's like I wasn't even talking. And then... He, I, I, I don't, you know, it, it, it was just like... He kept repeating himself. So I, so I just finally say, said, give me a yes or no answer. Like... The only like you would not send over a prescription unless I come in 
to be seen by a doctor. Is that a yes or no? And then he started going rambling on like he started rambling on about this same thing, you know. We haven't seen you in a year and they would like to see you before they do the, you know the strip. I'm like, so are you saying the only way that I can get a prescription is to come to is to is to schedule an appointment and to come in? Is that what you're saying? And and and, the, and I'm like, I don't understand what this what what's this guy's problem. I'm like, maybe I'm missing something. But I was just trying to, you know, get my get my prescription. I was like, dude, I just want the prescription. I mean, I, I've been I've been seeing you guys for for ages. I don't understand. It's just asthma medication. It's not like oxy or it's not like Vicodin or some. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like some sort of some sort of drug that I can get addicted to or go sell. I can understand if it was some something like that. I'm like, man. This is just my maintenance medication. I don't understand what the what the deal is, you know? And so I finally, I was like, you know what? How about I just get my records? How, how about I just find a new fucking doctor? I'm like, because this is bullshit. And I said, normally I would just call Carol and she would just, you know, send a script over. Ask me who would I need to send it to and send it. And so I get off the phone with this asshole, and I start looking for new doctors. And um, and, and then so you know I st like later on, I got a, they left a message, but it was another lady named it was another lady that left a message, and she explained it. She she tried to explain it. It made more sense from her, but it still doesn't make sense for me. You know you know what I mean? She she went on and explains and well. Since it's been over a year, you know, this is this is a message that she's leaving. Since it's been over a year, well over a year, I think she's, yeah. Because I, I can't even really, to be honest with you, I, I can't even be, I can't even remember the last time I was in there. I, I, just, I, I really can't. Matter of fact, I didn't even know that the nurse that I normally see retired until my wife told me. Because my wife, she goes to the same doctor. But my wife, she has like, you know, women, they have their their whatever six month uh, visits or yearly whatever the women do she she sees them more regularly than I do and so she she knows more what's going on there than I do and she told me Carrie she, she like she like no she she retired she only goes in um, once a once a once a month or something like that and um, and I was like oh I didn't I didn't even know that you know what I mean I, I like I, I didn't even know it so um, but long story short, uh, long story shorter, longer story short, longer story long, long, longer story short. <laughs> so anyway, man, so I didn't post that because I was like, that'd be real hypocritical of me, even though um, it's something I'm working on. It's not like something I say I'm perfecting for me to, for me to post that when I just, I just kind of lost it. Like in the same day, if it had been days apart, I probably just posted it and then told the story. But uh, so I think this one is was more fitting. Uh, if you break your neck, if you have nothing to eat, if your house on fire, then you got a problem. Everything else is just an inconvenience. Like I realized later, after that, after the one lady left her message, I realized I I, I sort of I sort of realized I made a big deal about it more than anything, and I think it was more that guy you know how like some some people 
it's something about them, man. Like, you can have two people telling you the same thing. Matter of fact, you can have two people standing in your face calling you an asshole. But one person, the way they say it, <laughs> will affect you more than another. You know, I, I don't know if that makes sense. But it's like some stuff, you, some people can't get away, get away with at all. But then some people, you're just like, well, whatever. He's stupid. You know what I mean? It's, it's like one of those things. And it was, that, it was that guy's voice. And treated me like... I mean, I'm not I'm not an arrogant guy. I don't have an ego. But he was trying to talk to me like I'm new to this. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm new to this. You know, if he if he had said something like this, that's a, this is a new policy. And I, I actually I found out later that to my for, for my wife that no, that's normally the policy. But but since that the other the lady I was seeing, I had been seeing her so long. She didn't. She she didn't do that, and and so I I just got used to it. But normally the policy is, if it's been over a year before you get a new refill, they wanted to see you just to reevaluate. And I I I didn't know that. Like, like I, like I said, I didn't know that. Um, I mean, I I had my my the other lady, my nurse pra nurse practitioner. She would say something like, "Tell us," like like I remember the last time she said she like, "Tell us, you just turned 40. You know, you may want to just come in and get checked out, do a full physical, but she refilled my prescription and then I still went in there like months later. I just made an appointment and went in months later because I was like thinking about, I was like, yeah, actually I think it was something I heard, so, you know, something, somebody else turned 40 and they, you know, they like one of my friends or somebody I talked to or something uh, mentioned, you know, yeah, man, you should go get checked. Just go, just go do it or something like that. And I and I end up doing it, and um, and, and so that was. I think that was like the last time. That was like I said, I'm 42. That was like two years ago. Um, but it was like that. So I think I had just got used to her doing things. Like I said, cause she knew me, but that was normally that wasn't normally the policy. It was probably like at the discretion of. Who's ever writing a refill? And for and forever, she was writing a refill, and now she's not there. So I think that's what it was. And now that she's not there, there's no personal connection with me at that fucking hospital, at that uh, doctor's office. Now they're just looking at the books, looking at the numbers. Like, oh, this guy hasn't been here in two years. Have no idea about my history. And, th and this is this is why I don't. This is why I like I said. This is why I stayed. I like familiarity. Like when I when I did real estate, I. I, I hated dealing with different mortgage brokers, you know, every time with different, different, um, different uh, closing companies because there was no rapport. So anytime I had, I, I was making a call, or or if if um, if anytime if a customer like asked me, and I think I mentioned this, asked me like for a referral or something like that, I would I would tell them the people that I deal with. No, I never got any like. Um, any 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 like uh incentives from doing that or nothing like that's that's like that's so illegal people don't understand that when you if if you're getting kickbacks and stuff from from people you refer out to first of all it's a great it's 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 a great area even if you disclose it but if you don't disclose it that is so illegal it's illegal it's illegal and i always skirted anything 
that was even 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 if like I remember one time um this this these buyers I was selling the house these buyers didn't have a realtor and 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 they kept asking me would I be I'm like I'm like no I'm, you know I'm like go find a, a realtor and they took a day they took a day and a matter of fact the referral came to me from a guy I work with on mortgages and he called me he said he said tell us they they really want you as the buyer I'm like you know I, he he knew me he knew my ethics and you're like, man, you're not doing anything wrong if they ask you. And I was like, I, I know because you can do that if you disclose. And I said, I know, but they haven't even looked. So I want them to at least look and say, all right. And so he said, give them a day. Let them see if they can find somebody. And then if they don't. Will you will you build their buyer? You know, and I was like, and I was like, well, if I do, then I'm going to I'm going to uh, incentivize them with the commission. And so that's what I did. I, I, I uh and then, matter of fact, he said, "Man, you don't you don't need to do that." He said, "There's no reason for you to do that." And I said, "You know, I I just look, man. I just always like for there to be no kind of gray areas to, to where anybody can read it wrong. Because I I was screwed. We my wife and I we we were screwed over like that. So so that's one of the reasons why I like familiarity. Like that that mortgage broker was a guy I work with on." A big portion of the deals I did in real estate, you know, just because we had a relationship, we had a rapport, and um, you know, that's how I was. That's how I was, and and I, a lot of times, that's why I shop online. I do, like now. Matter of fact, I, I went to start looking up Canadian medicine. Like, can I get this medication online? And that's why, because there's no more of that in in in, in places anymore. The the People don't pay people enough to stay at companies in, anymore. You know, you you go in one week to a, a, a business like like uh, your doctor's office, and somebody at the front desk who who've known you forever. You know, they've been there twenty years. They feel they like they haven't been getting treated right or whatever or something. Some change. They you know they have a life change and they can go somewhere else or they retire. That a lot of times that's what's happening now. All these places that used to have that mom and pop feel. The people are retiring and now you know these kids coming in making minimum wage as soon as they can get paid a dollar more somewhere else they're gone you know and, and that's why like i do a big portion of my uh shopping online now I, I try to shop for everything possible online from car parts to tires i bought wheels for my the before my wife bought this new car her her, her um she had an envoy that i I, it was an ice storm and I slid down a hill and hit a curb and messed one of the wheels up. I bought the wheel online on, on eBay for like a third of the cost what it, what it cost at the, at the uh, dealership. Because um, I, I, I didn't want to deal with the dealership. I knew you get screwed over. I called, got some price quotes. They, you know, and, and, and I was like, I wanted to get it fixed quick. They said, it'll take two weeks to, to get it in and fix it. And, and they're charging four times as much. I'm like, I can just order it off eBay, have it here, and then take it down to minor key, get it thrown on, and, and that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I threw the I threw the old rim in the in the back. Uh, I mean, no, I threw the new rim in the back. Drove it up there. You know, after it came in, perfect condition, brand spanking new, and uh, it had minor key thrown on. But uh, yeah, so now 
you know, now I'm with this, you know, like I said, it's like, we, I think we make stuff, like when, when stuff change, when we, you know, if, we, if we're not used to change, but even though things are changing so rapidly, when we get, sometimes you get blindsided by something you wasn't expecting, you know, just just think, is it is it a major deal or are you making a bigger deal than what it is? And I think I sort of made it a bigger deal than what it was. Like, I mean, I can admit that. <laughs> you know, I'd be the first to admit my faults. And I think I did. I made it I made it out to be a bigger deal than what it is. Just because I was kind of frustrated. Um, you know, I'm thinking I, I'm thinking the prescription is being called in and it took going into the next week for them to even leave a message and then I call and got placed on hold and it, it kinda like it kinda like boiled over. But at the end of the day, am I gonna die from it? Well, if I don't get my medication, I guess I could go into a real bad attack die from it but no i don't think so 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 yeah that's that's you know i mean life is about about learning about learning as long as i you know as long as i learn from this <laughs> and don't don't let it happen again and kind of like staying focused a little more you know going back to my old focus create mess evolve <clears throat> that focus part in mastering master mastering yourself being on a you know, maintain your self-control. Uh, I think that'll get you through your day better than just like going off on every little thing because you you'll never make it, man. You end up having a heart attack, stressing out over everything. Um, so, and then try to use that in every aspect of your life because that's another thing too. You can you can be calm at work and stuff, and then you go home, and then you got your kids and your wife. You got stuff coming. Just well, I won't say why your spouse. You got stuff coming from every way, and then it breaks down that 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 barrier, that wall that you've had up all day long. Then you want to get home and kind of relax, and then it chips away, and then you just like lose your shit. That's almost worse. That's that's worse if you're losing your shit at home. You know what I mean? If everybody else thinks you, you know, this calm, cool, collected guy, then you go home and you like you're a lunatic, kicking the dog and <laughs> going crazy. Um, so any anyway all right what else is going on um let me say i had some stuff i did want to talk about oh so i was down in my basement and i'm i'm sort of i'm i'm reevaluating reevaluating everything like um my Etsy shop i'm trying to see what direction i'm going to go to and i know the direction i'm going um it, it's just it's just figuring out the plan of how I'm, how I'm going to do it. You know, you know all the things that I've been telling you guys. I'm, I'm all the projects I got on from film photography to uh, product photography. You know, digital photography, to screen printing to to vinyl heat pressing shirts, all this stuff. Uh, you know, it's not something I'm going to stop doing because I've made money in all aspects of it. Um, and then, you know, you got to keep the fun stuff up too. Brewing beer, <laughs> all of it. And, and that's, and that's what's going to be the basis of the content I create. And, um, as far as the Etsy shops, if I build this platform, this content creation platform, YouTube and the podcast, if I, if I build it up the way I want to do, 
I'm going to move. I'm going to eventually move all my shops into one online e-commerce shop. And I already have it up. I just I just have it separated. Like for each one of my e-commerce shops, I mean, yeah, for each one of my Etsy shops, I have an online e-commerce shop. And using WooCommerce, but I, I think I'm going to just make it into make them all into one shop, just like a, you know, just like a, a one a one store with all my creations and uh, market them on my platforms, on my content platforms. I think that's going to be the way I go because I've proven the, the uh, what is it, proof of concept on on all of them, on the, the, the prints, the poster prints with the quotes, the t-shirts, all different varieties. I mean, from seasonal stuff, the only one thing I haven't hit hard are my fan shirts. I've done those on the customized uh, basis for for you know people I know like cheer shirts, meaning like um, softball mom, uh, softball sis, volleyball sis, stuff like that. I haven't I haven't really marketed those. I've, I've been doing those on like for for people I know and not even charging them. You know, just they they know I can do it. And I've been doing it for like special occasions and stuff like that. Um, graduation shirts. I did graduation shirts for my nephew for his grad, his high school graduation. Uh, I did two different designs, and I think I did just like 30, 30 shirts or something like that, thirty or forty. So I proved what because it, before that, the most I've never pressed like heat vinyl press that many shirts. I usually screen print. If it's a bulk order like that, I, I you know I use do screen screen print those, but sometimes screen print is just so. Um, I mean, screen print takes a lot. It's it, you know you got to burn the screens, you got to clean the screens, and and the and the room for error is so huge. You you get a dab of ink on a part of the shirt that you didn't mean to, and that shirt is ruined. You know what I mean? Like and, and especially it's and that sounds. People who work in in shops where there's multiple people, that's that sounds crazy because, um, you know, they usually have only one person even touching the ink, and one person touching touching the shirts, and one per, you know one person doing the flashing. It's like a, a, a assembly line. So the person that's doing the screen printing, he's normally not touching the shirts. So it's hard. It's hard in situations like that. It's hard to mess up a shirt by getting a dab of ink. But if when you're a solo guy, man, my first few shirts when I first started, that was my biggest problem. I would have like some ink on my palm or something, and don't know it, and, and then get ink on the shirt or something like that. And I mean, I finally got that figured out. But um, you know, that that still was a problem. It, it still takes it takes longer because I'm I'm being so careful and clean and making sure before each press, my hands are totally clean. Um, and, and and that's mainly for shirts. When I'm doing paper, when I'm doing posters, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's not that big of a deal when I'm doing paper. So, so that's 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 my goal. That's my goal for 2017. Um, to just build my online shop, to to merge all of my Etsy shops into one one e-commerce store. Uh, and then, and and I, I may even just get rid of. No, actually, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm if I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep the Etsy shops or not as like a just like a side thing. 
maybe to test new designs or something like that. Yeah, I may I may do that. I mean, like I said, like I said, I still gotta mind map it out. I still gotta you know see. But um, I mean, the biggest benefit for me wasn't that I. A lot of people go to Etsy because they can't create like Etsy and uh, what's the other Squarespace and all this because they can't create websites. I have no problem creating websites. My problem came with marketing the websites. So, and that's why Etsy was a huge platform, was was a big platform for me because they already have their Google juice. They have a they have a, a, a brand that's easily identified. And, um, but, you know, I, I think if I do what I'm doing now and just creating content with a, with a better focus and, and, uh, and support, you know, su support the the the, the WooCommerce, the e-commerce shop with these platforms. Then I think you know, I mean, what is this? What what what's the worst can happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so that's going to be my goal going forward, um, and then try to find some way to uh, monetize, like. You know other aspects of of the, the the YouTube channel and stuff that I'm planning on create because just the way I talk, you know, I, I don't think I don't think my uh you you know once I start creating a YouTube video is it, is gonna be advertiser friendly. I, I'm not sure, you know, because of the new stuff they have going on. I'm not sure, but um, and I'm not I'm not gonna change the, the way I present myself just for that. That's dumb. That that's, that goes against everything I'm about, and 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 another thing, I, I I try to talk like another thing I'm working on too is trying to be a better speaker, trying to be a better presenter, but with but being my authentic self, you know what I mean. You see somebody that's speaking, and and you can tell that it's like a robot to where it's it's too like there's there's a such thing as too pristine. To where it's just sterile. I mean, if you listen to Obama's speeches, he says um. He says um and he pauses. And I think that's why he got a Grammy for his for his what it, what is it? Auditorial skills. Is that how you say it? Um and it's not because like it, it's not because like when he's speaking, it's just so pristinely perfect. It's not. So, yeah, that's that's some stuff I've been working on, you know. I, you know, I figured, hey, I've I've listened to horrible podcasts. I, I've seen horrible YouTube channels. Even when it was something I wanted to see, uh, I couldn't make it through it. So I don't want to be that guy, but I don't want to be this like hospital room presenter either. So, anyway, um, stay tuned. Oh, matter of fact, for my hundred episode. I already, I thought about this this morning. I was like, I want to do something different for my 100 episode. This is going to push me to to get some screen prints done. So for my 100 episode, I'm going to give away 10, 10 poster prints of some of the quotes I've seen on here. I mean, I've said on here. So this is what I want you guys to do. If you want one of those, I'm, I may increase it, but I'm just doing 10 because usually when I, when I, um, Use it for each each screen print I do. 
and actually it's gonna be it's gonna be this is gonna be a, my first edition of mixed media it's gonna be screen print and using my Canaprix Pixma Pro 10 so it's gonna it's gonna be a mixed media it's gonna be screen print and ink uh, screen print ink and um, and ink inkjet uh, archival inkjet if you don't know about the Pixma Pro 10 look it up I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. So I did some test prints over the weekend, and they just just awesome, just awesome. So the first ten that I do, because this is gonna be part of my new shop, uh, the first ten is gonna go to you guys. So if you want one of these ten, I'm only I'm only doing I'm only doing ten. Uh, just send an email. Tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. In the subject, put. 100 episode and then in the in the uh, text in the body put the quote that you want you know just write out the quote don't say what episode uh actually no yeah put the quote in the episode and and you can do it now if you already have a quote in mind you can do it now but it's going to be the first 10 that i get with the subject line 100 episode and a quote in the in the subject, and, and you know, and you can just go to whatever episode it is because I post on my website straight straighttalkuncut.com. I post the quotes in in the in the uh, on the episode in the text in the body the text body body text the text portion of the uh, description of each episode, and I also post it on SoundCloud description too. So and I think it, I think it shows up in the comments, the the Arthur comments on uh, iTunes as well. So you can just go copy it there and paste it into the into the uh, email. So the first ten I get, that's what you're gonna get, and it's gonna be a twelve by uh, well the paper size is twelve by eighteen, and it's usually like a tiny border around it, but um. But yeah, do that if you're interested in, in getting one of those prints. Uh, it's on watercolor paper, and I and I usually uh, send it just regular USPS, and I don't roll it; it comes flat. Um, so so do that, and also put your address, your name, and your address. And the first, like I said, the first ten that I get from now until the hundredth episode, I think I think. This is going to be like episode 87 or 88 or something like that. And so after the 100 episode, because I'm, I'm going to wait until then, the first 10 that I get. Um, and I may mention this again on the, on like another on like episode 95 or something like that. And if I haven't received enough by the 100 episode, I just mentioned it on the 100, 100, on the 100, 100 episode. So... So, uh, so yeah, so that'll be the fir my first giveaway for this channel is gonna be for that for that hundred episode. Um, and I and I have uh, like when I start doing video, when I start doing YouTube video, you'll see behind my wall every print that I sell, I put I keep one and put it on the back of my wall uh, behind my desk. And my my office has just so much stuff on the wall. Like every time my daughter's create something at, at school or my oldest daughter she went in an award for her art 
or she has a competition or something, I, I, they get, they know to give it to me and I put it on the wall. Um, so anyway, that's it. That's it for this episode of Straight Talk Uncut. Uh, tell us at straighttalkuncut.com is where you can email me. Like I said, guys, if you want a copy of that, I mean, if you want a copy of a quote, hit me up and it's going to be, um, it's going to be the, the first one, the first one, you know, I, I don't do limited edition, but you know, you can at least say you got the first one. Um, and after my hundred episode, I'm going to, that's going to be how I launch my new commerce site, you know, bring not, not well, it's not new. It'll just be new to on my own site, putting everything on there. Uh, as opposed, in addition to the Etsy shop, I'm going to start by all the quotes. That's going to be the thing. All the quotes that I say on, on, on this, on the podcast are going to be prints that I do. So, so yeah, that's something else to stay tuned for. Be on the lookout for that. But if you want one of those, if you want a print, a free print to put on your wall for some motivation, tell us that straight talk uncut, put 100 episode, or uh, put just 100 in the subject. Uh, put the quote you want in the body along with your address. All right, guys, that's it. Like I always say, I don't know a lot what I do not talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.